How are designers like us supposed to know where to begin every project? What questions to ask, selecting materials, how to spec processes, how to be sustainable? If you're asking these questions, this show's the answer. All right, packaging peeps, I've got a special message from our sponsor, idpdirect.com. If you want a more transparent supply chain and color consistency across your entire retail packaging program, check out idpdirect.com. Not only do they make some of the most beautiful luxury retail packaging around the world, they're factory direct, meaning you speak directly with a factory making your packaging, not a middleman. Check out idpdirect.com and schedule a consultation anywhere in the world near you. idpdirect.com. All right, guys, I'm going to read something to you here. I want you to listen and tell me what you think. At Dow, our goal is to be a sustainability leader by providing products that support people and our planet's well-being, whether by combating climate change or working to eliminate waste, but we can't do this alone. So that's a quote from an article called Where Dow and the Packaging Industry Are Headed in 2021 and Beyond. And what it's saying is, you know, they're looking for help. They need help in combating this. They can't do it on their own, which nobody's asking them to. But Dow makes a ton of things that we use in our life every day. And one of their goals is to reduce plastic waste, which is amazing. It's an amazing goal to have. And they support a lot of people from, you know, Keep America Beautiful, uh, green, green American Cleanup, Ocean Conservancies. They, they spend a lot of money and a lot of cleanup, which is, which is excellent. And, you know, thank you for that. Um, but when, you know, in this article, they're also talking about putting plastic back into a circular economy. And in the same breath, talking about plastic being put into a circular economy, they're discussing how they have co-created a lot of different solutions that utilize recycled plastic to put it into newly paved roads. So circularity, if you can picture a circle, goes around forever. When you take something out of that loop and you put it into the ground, that's not, that's not going anywhere. That's not circular. The circle stops there. And that's an issue, right? People see that recycle symbol. People think of circularity, uh, a circular system. And that Mobius loop is endless. It is a circle. So in the mind of consumers, when they see that recycle symbol, they think this cereal box is going to become another cereal box or this, this box is going to become another box. You know, consumers don't realize that when you're recycling something, it just means it's finding a new use or they're being able to resell it to somebody for something for another purpose. Um, and that's a, a bigger part of education that needs to happen with consumers is that they need to understand the decision that you're making, you know, that wrapper is probably going to end up in the ground somewhere. It's probably going to end up in some type of construction system. It's not going to become another wrapper. With this article talking about Dow putting plastic back into a circular economy, you know, if Dow is really looking to build this circular economy for plastics, then they should be trying to use 100% PCR uh, versus trying to find ways to put this plastic into the ground um, because it doesn't really help us. It's not circular. Uh, now, there's a lot of other brands like uh, like Kashi, uh, Bare Naked Granola. They just came out with another article talking about how their flexible packaging is recyclable, 100% recyclable. The issue there, again, is those are things that you have to drive to the store. You know, it's stuff that you've got to take to the store. It says on here, this partnership, we're super innovative. The new packaging and the drop-off recycling program is going to help people support sustainability in their daily lives. People don't even take those reusable totes that they buy at the grocery store so that they can do good and not use single-serve plastic bags uh, to for their groceries. People don't even take those to the store. Uh, and actually, people don't, you know, in order to make those non-woven totes worthwhile, those non-woven totes have to be used over 200 times each. So I could use three totes for an entire year and be set, but most people have 
you know, 20 totes. They've got so many of those reusable totes that people actually just throw them away. And what they do is they put them in the recycle bin. So when it comes to packaging, if you're designing something, you have to really look at not just the delivery system and how it's going to get the consumer and the experience they're going to have, but what are we going to do with those materials afterwards? When they're done, do they know how to put that material into the recycling bin? Is it clear cut and understandable? Is it, did you create a mono material pack that can go into the curbside recycling bin and be able to be recycled? Or, you know, is it a combination of materials? Uh, are you explaining to them how to separate all the different pieces? Uh, you know, is it clear to them that this material, that this component in the packaging is a multi-layer material that can't be recycled and that that needs to be taken out and th thrown in the trash? Uh, you know, those are the things as a packaging designer that you've got to consider is how you can communicate to that consumer. And a lot of times when you talk to the brand, and I've had this conversation with the brand is, look, this material is not recyclable. You know, it's not going to be curbside. And it comes back with, well, you know, our legal team has reviewed the material. They've looked at the cost analysis of changing this material to something that's truly recyclable at curbside. And because the material is technically recyclable, we want to move forward with this. And that's where you have to make a decision as a packaging designer. It's like, look, I can... I can either put something out into the world that I believe in, or I can take the money and let them do what they what they want to do. And it's not an easy decision because we've all got to pay for you know rent, mortgage, whatever it is. You have to make that decision. Um, but you know, as a designer, you have a voice at the table, and you should be able to push back and say, "Look, this is not correct," um, and explain to the explain to the brand the issues that can come with that. Right. So if they put something out that's technically recyclable but isn't acceptable at curbside and they place a Mobius loop on the bottom of that and people are putting it into the curbside. You know, if somebody shares this on social, if it bubbles up somewhere or a competitor of theirs calls them out, the damage that's done from that is going to be a lot more expensive than if they went with the right material. Uh, and as a, as a packaging designer, you just have to guide that consumer or you have to guide that brand in making the right decision so that the consumer can make the right decision on how to, on how to take that packaging apart and how to recycle it. So, guys, thanks so much for listening to me rant again. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us on the show. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the Packaging Podcast. That way, you can get an insightful podcast every day. The Packaging Podcast is hosted by me, Avelio Matos. If you enjoyed the show, pay it forward by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. It'll help grow the show and support our growing audience. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk soon.